make a hum, make a hum, make a content creator, and live streamer. For books and more, visit my website, www.jctheauthor.net. For my live streams, such as my author interviews and the Three-Headed Monster live streams, please visit me on IG and Twitter at JC Storyteller. Also on YouTube, as well as Facebook, facebook.com backslash jctheauthor. Salute. Welcome to GCU Author Interviews. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Get Caught Up Podcast. I am your host, Untamed, and I am so glad to be back for another edition of Author Interviews. I want to thank you all who joined us and tuning in last week as we did our first episode of the book of the month it was something new it was so fun we had author Aubrey Penn on and she was amazing and we discussed her book she dropped some literary gems so if you didn't get a chance to tune in last week to that please make sure that you go back and listen to it it was an awesome show and I cannot wait to bring you guys this month's book of the month as well but before we get into all that, as always, you know, we have to get the particulars out of the way. So, we are presented by Unchained Publishing. Allow us to help you unlock your unlimited writing potential. If you are a new or even seasoned author and you need help along your literary journey, please visit www.unchainedpublishing.net for a variety of services to fit your needs such as synopsis writing, proofreading, editing, and it is also where you can sign up for author interviews. I want to give a major shout out to all of our sponsors and supporters, EXO, MB, Tiana Denae, Exodus Morgan, Women of Vision, Tyler Landscaping, 
Jones, excuse me, Jones Landscaping and Lawn Care, and also to ELW. Thank you so much. We appreciate you for all of your donations, all of your sponsorships, as always. And before I bring in and introduce my host, I want to just give a, it's February 1st, so, you know, you guys, Happy Black History Month. You know, we 365 days black around here, but we turn up in February. If they want to give us a month, we're going to take it. And, um, absolutely, honey. Yeah, we're going to take it. And then uh, also happy birthday to everyone who's celebrating a birthday in February. Happy anniversary, book anniversary to all of the authors who have book anniversaries or author anniversaries coming up in February. And also, happy new book release to everyone who is releasing a book in the month of February. And without further ado, I am going to introduce the one and only uh, new and improved book and song, Crystal. (laughs) Thank you. I love that introduction. Thank you. Hey, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, I'm excited. I love that. Mm. Yeah, you are welcome. Look, I thought I was going to incorporate that in and do it and prove. That's my word for 2022. New, 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 new. N-E-W. All right. Okay. So this evening we have Miss Author Ancient. And let me go ahead and get into her bio. So Ancient is a poet who has overcome adversity with grace filling the call from God on her own personal journey. She accepted a path of healing, focusing on balance and harmony. She has bachelor's degree in human services counseling from Old Dominion University. I'm from DC, so we always say ODU. A background as a certified shamanic life coach hypnotherapy practitioner, and all-experienced light worker with intuitive abilities. As a domestic violence warrior who gained the desire to help others just like herself overcome the darkness of mental health crisis. She began her journey volunteering and working in various local shelters to working as a facilitator for various support groups, then transitioning as a case manager, working with adults, with disabilities and homelessness. And now the owner of Ancient Roots LLC, which focuses on assisting the collective to heal, enlighten, and navigate them through their own journey to oneness with self. All right, everybody, join me as we welcome author Ancient to the UP Hot Seat. How are you this evening? I am doing wonderful. Thank you for that. I appreciate it. You're welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me this evening. Oh my gosh. I just love everything that I just read. Like, I love when I read things about people and it's just like it gives you all of the touches, all of the feels, you feel the energy and I love it. So, you know, thank you. you're welcome. I appreciate that. Thank you. Alrighty. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to go back, back. So what made you get your degree in human services and counseling? Okay. So, you know, I have always been, um, I guess you could say like the local go-to or the local resource, even within my family or, or personal community. If if someone needed 
you know, anything. They'll come to me like, hey, where would I find this? Where would I find? So I've always been like, open resource you know oh yeah so, um, that. <laughs> yeah so it was it's always something that's been a part of my life so I just decided okay well this is what I already do and um and I've always worked in in and with the public you know even prior to getting a degree and moving towards you know case management I, I was I was a manager and I worked in customer service so I've always been like a go-to yeah <laughs> and so I just you know, I just, I guess you could say the field found me. I really didn't find it. <laughs> you know, so. I love when people say that because, you know, like we always have our lives planned out, like what we want to do, mm -hmm. what we're going to do, but then that never yeah. happens. And that's because we're not supposed to do it. We're exactly. supposed to do what we're supposed, <laughs> what we were put here to do. So I love that you said that. Now, just let me know if I said this right because I do have a habit of sometimes pronouncing words wrong. Not okay. most of the time, but you put <laughs> that you have a background in shamanic. Did I say that right? Um, yes, I'm a uh, shamanic. I'm a shamanic. shamanic uh, yes, it's okay. I'm a shamanic um, coach, and and basically what that means is I'm my my what I kind of focus or I guess you say my niche I guess is what people say nowadays my focus is really on like um as being a shaman we focus on oneness or healing mm. but not just any kind of healing it's like collective healing overall it's balancing every part of your, yourself every part of your life collect connecting excuse me connecting everything together to bring that healing to yourself <clears throat> so it's not just Oh, I need to heal from this area. No, every part of your life needs to balance together so that you can live with the peace and harmony. You know, you can't just say, oh, I need to heal from this one area, but then you don't deal with this one area. So being a, um, a shamanic coach is like kind of deal with every area of life and connect it with life itself, with nature, with with you know, whatever you consider God to be. I don't force that on anyone, but, you know, but connecting all of that together to bring yourself balance and harmony. So that's really what that word means, I guess, <laughs> or that specific niche no. means. Oh my goodness. So now I'm just going to have to like look into this more because <laughs> I say to people all the time, like I'm always working on myself and I feel like okay yeah I didn't fix this but okay what's next and there's something else to come up so yeah. <laughs> I love it. it's not just fixing one thing and leaving the rest you have to fix your entire self as they say right. from the computer because you have to be yeah. one and I love that so yeah I'm actually going to do some more research on that because <laughs> I love it so what made yeah, you decide to be an author and write poetry you know, I have, um, I've always been a writer. So I'm gonna start there. I've always been a writer. I've been writing poetry. Um, let me give you a little backstory. Okay. <laughs> that I kinda, I could, I'm gonna go back a little bit. So I didn't always write poetry. <clears throat> okay. My aunt who, um, may she rest in eternal peace. She kind of led that gift to me in a sense. Ooh. So um, I, she would always be around when I was younger. And um, I wouldn't say I was an angry little kid, but right. I had a lot of imbalances. I'll say it like that as a young child. Mm -hmm. And her kind of character, she was a very Southern belle, like a very sweet woman. And I'd never seen her raise her voice. She was never angry. 
And I would always see her carry on this little black book. And so one day we were riding, you know, out and I said, well, what's in the, in the book? I actually dedicated a poem to her as well. But um, I, I, I asked her, so what's in the book? And she said, um, and I'm gonna just give my version of it because she had a very Southern voice. So she's like, well, baby, baby, that's where I write all of my thoughts at, you know? And so she just, you know, showed me and she said, you want to hear? I said, sure. So she let me hear one of her poems and I was in amazement. I was like, I never knew you wrote poetry. She said, yeah, sugar bear, that's the word. You know, that's how I talk to God. That's how I release, you know? And so um, I believe it was my birthday the next year she was around with us and um, she gave me a book and, she, and I was like, well, what is this for? And she said, well, I want you every time you get, you know, upset, <laughs> you know, I thought I was a very, you know, challenged little child. Right. So she's like, every time you get upset, I want you to write your thoughts in this book. So speeding it up, she kind of is who unlocked that gift inside of me. Um, it was kind of her. So she kind of taught me how to express myself through, you know, you know, words. And so that's how I started writing poetry when I was about like 11. So I started, I've been writing since I was about 11 years old. And um, I really did not ever expect to be an author um, until, you know, I guess when the world kind of got shaken up right. <laughs> and we all went on lockdown. During that time, that's when I really had a lot of time to really go within. And um, and I guess you could say insomnia of a little girl was the birthing of that. I was going through a very tough time in my personal life at that moment, experiencing some more, you know, things. And that was my expression. And that was, you know, what came out of it. So that's how I became an author, I guess. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. ever expecting to be author, but it kind of just came to fruition <laughs> well i love it and thank you auntie for putting that in you and i'll just say this i you know and this is the first time i think since we've had the show where a person would say you know hey i had someone that kind of gifted to me but mm -hmm. it sparked from you know them and even you just you know your poetry sparked from you having an outlet to write your emotions and so I was like, uh, when I hear little things like that, I'm like, oh my goodness, see, now I'm a kid to spirit because I tell everybody poetry is my first love. That's how I started writing. And that's <laughs> yeah. exactly why I started writing was to get my emotions out and um, as a kid. So you know, around about 12, 13, you know, mm -hmm. that, that kind of adolescence going through those crazy times of adolescence with your hormones <laughs> yes. kicking in. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that that kind of weird place that you're in, but that is, you know, I, I feel like I have a kid to spirit because that's exactly what happened with me in my writing, how I got started, and that's my fortune. Always my first love. I'm an advocate to anybody to write it out, get it out on paper. Yes. Um, it's something Words so are free about there. Yes. Yes, yes they so are. You're correct. Words are powerful. Words are and, powerful. You know, yes. Yeah, it's very powerful. And that's like one of the things that I express to um, even individuals that I work with or even the individuals I work with still within a community because I still work within a community. And that's one of the things I express. Even when you're speaking to yourself, you know, be be very kind or mindful of what you're saying to yourself. I tell my children all the time, like, be careful what you're saying, you know, because you're speaking things out into the yeah. environment. And those things are, are sent out with vibration. And, you know, we want mm -hmm. it to go through the right places in your life. So words are, you're right, words 
are very powerful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I tell you, you think our kids, and if your kids are young and you tell them and you think they're not listening, I'm going to tell you as a parent of adult children, they really are. They're not listening yeah. when you tell them, they're listening when they need <laughs> Right. So, and that's how I feel like I used to tell my kids all the time, there's a difference between listening and hearing. So I felt uh-huh. when they were younger, they were listening. When they got ho- older, they were he- they're hearing it. So it's like you said, right. words are powerful and you do have to watch what you say. Not even what you say, it's also how you say it. Yes. You, know, you yes. think that just saying it a certain way is not going to make it worse. Yeah. So it's like you yeah. have to be mindful of things you do and say. And I just exactly. love how think about it. So when you started writing, like when you, like you said, when you had that time and you started writing, what like um because like you said I love the emotions and I feel like your impact because like you over here got me tearing up yeah, I am yeah I can tell I am Definitely <laughs> tell and so what was the most you know the hardest poem that you put on paper and how did it make you feel ooh <laughs> I've never been asked this question <laughs> um ooh um wow okay you know what? Yep, I know. I know exactly which one. Okay. You know what? It was the very first poem in the book. Oh, um, little little trauma was the hardest one for me to write. It seems like such a simple poem, but the focus of the poem was I was writing to the little girl inside of me. Mm-hmm. That was very hard um, because I was releasing her. You know. Right. Like, like, the, okay. I'm, I'm gonna add to this question. The title of the book came from that poem. Okay. I really didn't have, like I said, I really wasn't expecting to release the book. It was really just my personal thoughts. But mm-hmm. as I kept reading it one day, I was like, you know, God was like, you need to express this. It's, it's, your, it's time. He was just basically beating me like, it's time. Right. Right. <laughs> and so I was fighting it. I fought that thing like hard. But losing my grandmother was really what pushed it more. Mm-hmm. It was like something about seeing her no longer with us that made me realize you don't you don't have the time to express or do the things that you are. Sometimes we get stuck and think that we have time to do things that we need to do, and we you don't. know, and we don't. Right. And that was my that was like my. I guess, you know, like Oprah said, aha mom. That was my awakening. Like, oh my God. Right. You know what I mean? The woman that carried the legacy to get, that got me here is no longer here. <laughs> and that really like shook me. And so um, the poem that really got me was Little Trauma. It was, it was talking back to myself, like, you you finally got to let this go. You, you have to release, you have to let it go. Like you have to release all the things that happened, even if you never got an apology. Even if they never understand you, even if you, you know, you may never understand what your purpose is, you got to release it. You got to let it go. And so it was like I had to let her go because that part of me was protecting me, you know, right. against the pain and hurt. So it was like I had to let her go. It's like, okay, you don't need her anymore. You, you got to let her go, you know. So that was the hardest poem. I think I cried for hours after I wrote that. And we all tired of hearing the word hours because <laughs> but yes <laughs> yes but honestly that 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 poem did it for me because I mean even after I wrote it and I went back and I looked over it again like it just kept bringing up like okay 
you know, you need to let this go. So that was probably the hardest poem for me to to write. <laughs> and how did you feel like after? Did it feel like like the weight has lifted off your shoulders? Like did it change wow. your look on things? Yes. It's like after I wrote it down and I went back and I read it multiple times. And then I read it, you know, as a writer, we, we read stuff multiple times. We're like, uh-uh, that was fine. Right. <laughs> we're so, we, we critique ourselves harder than others. But yes, after I went back multiple times, it was like life made sense after I wrote that poem. It's like everything that I went through and everything that I was at, every, I mean, at the point that I was at now made sense. It's like it made everything click. And it's like... Is like the vote opened, <laughs> the gate oh, opened, and I was like, yeah. it made sense, you know? So, yes. <laughs> and it's like, it's never going to close because here I am, like, I tell people at 38, it's like the light clicked and was like, okay, you got to make a change. You got to do things yeah. different. You can't keep on living yeah. like this. You're not happy. You're this, yeah. that. And I was like, okay. So, I started making that change, and here I am at 46. And I'm still wow. working on that. So it's like, it never stops. And you're beautiful. And you're beautiful, by the way. <laughs> and I feel the same about you. And I just feel Thank like you. <laughs> so much better. I'm like so much happier, you know, because people yes. knew me. They'd be like, oh yeah, you used to be so mean. Like when you said that I was over here peeking because I'm like, oh yeah, I was not yes. to be playing with when I was little. Girl, yes. <laughs> At all, do not come at me any type of way. Yes, <laughs> that was me. So I understand mm-hmm. now. I just be like, oh, if I was just this person when I was younger, how much more could I have had? How much more could I have? Oh, come on, you touched somewhere. Yes. <laughs> so yes. yes, I mean, I love like just. Oh, I love it, love it, love it. Yes. And like you said, it's like when you look at it, it's like how much more peace would I have? How yeah. much more I wouldn't have to go through this if I just let mm-hmm. it go. If yeah. I just released it. But but you know what? It was it was not our timing. And everything that we what I had to realize was everything that additional that I had to go through and carried me was for the pressing that I have now. So it was necessary. So, you know, we just have to be kind to ourselves and don't beat ourselves up, but just know that it was divine timing and it was meant for you to experience the the extension of that, you know? So now you can tell somebody else, okay, hey, at this point, let me tell you so that you can make the choice. Hey, you don't want to go through this extra step because listen. Right. <laughs> you know, so it's like, you know, I and I'm and the, although like we look back like man, I didn't have to go through it. I'm grateful that I was that, that the angels and God was there to keep me and sustain me through it because mm-hmm. my God, somebody uh, didn't get that. Somebody didn't get that opportunity. They sure did to yeah. press through it, but I was, and so I'm grateful for that. You know, amen. So, and uh, you know yeah, <laughs> and I tell you this right here too. You know, and don't ever knock those past, you know, behaviors and those learning curves that you had to go through. Because God put, you know, he give that. I always tell people I learned. My aunt told me this too. I tell you we can't do spirits out here tonight. (laughs) God gave you the spirit of a warrior. And like, you just had to learn how to tap into it and and refine it and learn how to use it the way he needs to use it. So all of those little, you know, 
when you say you went through things when you were younger, or you say you was not one of these players, where God uses that too. Those are those are those warrior spirits, and you know He needs those yes. soldiers on the battlefield. Yes, we, <laughs> yes, yes. We're we're definitely necessary. Trust me, we we are. And yeah. that was and that was another reason why. I knew I had to release this particular birthing because like, I've been writing, I've always journaled, but this particular birthing was necessary because we're shifting into such an, a different space, a different time. And so it was, I just knew it was time. It was, I, it was definitely necessary. Like, you know, the call was there. Right. <laughs> was like, okay, it's time, you know? And, um, Another thing, like locally, I work in the community and I have, I had lost another young lady within the community to domestic violence. So I just knew it was time for me to, you know, to share, you know, where I would, where I came from and where I am now. Because another thing that we go through when we go through hurt and pain is where we get to the place where we don't feel like our voice is necessary. Yes. And we, right. we hide. We Even though we may have healed, we hide. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we run in and we hide after we heal. Like, okay, I'm healed. I'm going to just stay over here in my little corner. And I'm going to just, you know. And we are we become stagnant or complacent and afraid to speak. And that was another place that I had to learn how to, to grow out of. I had to learn to grow out of that. So that was another reason I had to release that little girl within because that little girl with that was like, all right, I'm not even going to open up because the minute I open up somebody, here they go, they're going to turn that thing on me and then it's, I'm going to look like, <laughs> you know, so I just think that that was another reason that, you know, this was necessary. You know, this book was necessary for the collective to help assist them with that, giving, giving them that power back. You, Your voice is necessary and it's authentic to the world. What you need to say, what you have to say is necessary, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's another reason. Oh, awesome, awesome. So, I, I see here that you have actually, with everything you've done, and I know we talked about you being a life coach and, you know, a domestic violence warrior, and now you are the owner of Ancient Roots LLC. So, yeah. Just tell us a little bit about that and, you know, what your mission is and your purpose is for for Ancient Roots. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. Uh, I still still feel weird to be uh, a business owner as well. But um, Ancient Roots um, was birthed, you know, like I said, same thing from just the releasing of the portrait. But I just felt the call to to personally go into... The community globally and really assist um individuals with their authentic voice with the authentic self me personally that was one of my struggles and i know that someone else is probably feeling the same thing like center of impact and i know that others are struggling with the same thing and so um, ancient roots, and I kind of break down what ancient actually means too, so that everyone can have a better understanding. Because I'm like, well, what that mean? But ancient means ascending through channels to heal, enlighten, and to navigate you through your journey. Ooh, and so that's what my business that. is about. And my business is about, um, you know, as a shaman, I do a lot of soul work. And what I learned, and I'm just gonna give my background. Like I grew up in church. 
Mm-hmm. You know, and so I always have had a faith and always have had a relationship with the most high. And so one thing I learned as I had to go through this this personal journey, I'm gonna say personal, because I couldn't call mama. I couldn't call on anybody else for this. This was personal. I had to learn mm-hmm. to go within and really be responsible for me and the healing and be responsible responsible for where I was in life. But that was the one thing I knew that I wanted my business to focus on was to help others find their authentic voice as well. Yes. And so uh, one thing about healing is it's a soul work. And that's what I try to explain to people as the difference between the services that I, that I offer versus a traditional therapist or someone that you would go through. This is a soul thing. And mm. to kind of like explain it, a lot of the things that we experience in life come from our soul's travel, our soul's journey into this world. And so we we get caught up into these contracts or into these lessons. I'm pretty sure everyone's heard of karma or karmic lessons, or we get caught because we don't understand how the soul works and mm. how um, these things are tied to our souls and how we have to learn from it. So um, that was one of the reasons that I decided to start the agency or my wellness center was so that I can do soul work on a different level. Um, and the tools that I'm using are tools that I used to help me heal, like hypnotherapy. I, I had my own hypnotherapist. I had my own um, shaman, my own, um, you know, soul retrieval. I did these these techniques on myself and they were a, a godsend. You know, in one of my poems, I say there wasn't a prayer deep and there wasn't a prayer deep enough to release this entity. There are things that attach to you through trauma that I understand we pray, but baby, deliverance goes so much further than just mm-hmm. prayer. You gotta mm-hmm. go into the soul and you gotta really release that thing. You have yes. to detach really that thing from your life because there that's a different level of work. So as a shaman, I had to explain to people what I do is a different level of work, you know? And so I know sometimes it may be confusing and people don't understand. So I do my best to try to educate and explain, but that's what Ancient Roots is. It's an alternative wellness, you know, I guess, center for those who are seeking release from trauma or karmic cycles or addictions, you know, and you really want that soul release. You really want to be free. This is like a deeper level of that. So that's what I do um, at Ancient Roots. I love it. I love it. And I feel like now it's a meaning behind this because um, we're talking about in the soul, talking about our souls. I'm reading a book and they talking about another way of being linked with someone in their soul. And then I just, you know, was writing something and it brought up that soulmate. So I'm just like, okay, are you telling me something? So I guess I got to listen because <laughs> I'm hearing yeah. something, definitely hearing something. Yeah. Okay. So I did cut out for a little bit. I have no idea what happened. None whatsoever. <laughs> so sorry about oh, that. Wow. that okay. <laughs> yes. But before we go on, let's take a break. And when we okay. come back, we'll go ahead and read the synopsis of your book, Insomnia of a Little Girl. Okay. Awesome. Untamed Publishing has partnered with Katie Creatives to present to you UP pre-made book covers. With over 200 covers to choose from, we're sure you'll find exactly what you need to fit your author needs. Just visit 
www.untamedpublishing.net. everybody. Join me, poet and author Kiana Dene, on my podcast, Noteworthy, a poetry podcast for the poets, where you'll hear my original poetry and poetry from other amazing poets as well, because I truly believe all poets are worthy. Go follow the podcast on Instagram at Noteworthy Poetry, and you'll be the first to know whenever there's a new episode. While you're there, follow me too, at Kiana underscore Dene. So tune in today. We all know reading is fundamental. When you visit KB's Bookshelf, you can find books in multiple genres to entertain and educate. Writers can even find literary services of value to their success, like our ever-popular manuscript critique and book review. Reading allows us to escape, explore, and share our experiences. I hope you'll visit us today at www.kbsbookshelf.com and allow us to take you on your next adventure. Hello, 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 and we're back. We're here speaking to author Ancient. Now, we've actually talked a little bit about her. So now let's get into the book, the meat of the interview. Alrighty. And so her book, um, Insomnia of a Little Girl, I'll go ahead and read the synopsis and then we're going to go ahead and ask some questions. So Insomnia of a Little Girl is a poetic journey through the transformative process of ending deep-rooted trauma to self-mastery and rebirth. Ancient depicts the uncomfortable journey of releasing the karmic ties of pain within self. She deeply provides insight while encouraging others to feel the severing and release into freedom. This collection of poetry will bring healing and restore back the passion for life again to those who have been stagnant, fearful, and feeling unworthy in their life's journey. Love it. Do you have a poem feel i i do not (laughs) i don't (laughs) um but the i don't but the entire book will make you feel and that is and that is exactly what i think some people miss on the healing journey it's like we just think oh time will heal oh time will heal but but really if we feel the healing that's what heals us because if we know I came from this day when I got up every day and I cried, but today I'm learning how to move past that. Then I felt the journey. You know, sometimes we just, we, we don't feel the journey. We, we push the journey to the side and say, I'm just, I'm gonna I'm just ignore it. Wow. <laughs> and I'll just let it go. But really we, we, we need to adapt the ability to feel transformation because when we, learn to feel ourselves go through like in my book I go through different chapters like each chapter has a different meaning so I go through the chapter of trauma then I go through shadow and then I go through the mirror and then the transformation then the peace if you feel every part of that that will allow you to have a perspective or understanding of joy and really acceptance 
for what you went through. And that will and that will give you your um I guess your I guess your propelling into your journey. It's like right. when you understand where you come from, it helps you know where you're going. I know we hear that all the time, but it just really means not to just ignore it because the thing is if we ignore it, it's gonna come back up later. You know what I mean? Right. It will. It definitely it will. You go right back through it and you like, didn't I do this already? Mm-hmm. Because life Life's going to teach you that lesson. <laughs> over and over again. Life is until going to teach you, you that lesson. Out. Right. Yes, that is true. So let me ask you because, you know, and I'm just kind of putting this just from being on social media. And um, I've seen some, you know, some people put that we don't always, and it was more so talking to like um, Black authors and it was saying it for Black romance, but mm-hmm. we don't always need to have trauma in what we like what we read in what we're doing like i can you explain why trauma is important in when you're trying to heal okay and I, and i get where they're coming from with that because right. that's how i felt about even putting that in the you know but i feel like trauma is important because if you don't internalize you know, you're going to extralize. You, you go, it's going right. to come out of you. If you don't learn to transform, if you don't transform trauma, it's going to come out of you. Right. And, and, and most of the times it comes out in the form of, I guess some people say toxic <laughs> or yes. your ego. It's going to come out in the most negative forms. Why? Because you did not learn to transmute it. Or if you don't learn to transmute trauma, it's going to come out in the most negative ways. First of all, you have to understand why you respond in that way. Why am I why am I thinking this way? Why do I feel this way when this happens? Why you have to go inside to understand why your why that's your why. And I know that we we try to say, well, we let's get away from trauma, but the trauma is our why. Right. And once you understand that, that's where the freedom is because then you understand then, then as you move forward, there will there will no longer be a such thing as a trigger, but there will be understanding. Oh, this comes up. Oh, okay. I understand why that's like that. You know, I understand why they responded that way to me. Or I understand why this, you know, this is it gives you a better perspective on life. So your mm-hmm. projection on life is different. And so as you project on life differently, it'll project back to you the way you think. So that's why trauma is important to deal with and transmute and transform. Because that way, when it comes back to you, it won't come back at you so hard. <laughs> and it right. won't feel like a lesson, <laughs> you know? And so that's why I, I, that's why I felt like in this particular, in this particular collection, trauma was very important because it was a part of the process. If you think about a butterfly, <clears throat> because we're talking about transforming, a butterfly does not become beautiful just because it came out that way. It had to become, it it was a caterpillar first. And as a Mm -hmm. caterpillar, it was not pretty. It was like trauma. It was ugly. It was hard. It was harsh. It was grimy. It was, you know, if you, I love, one of the things about me, I love, (laughs) or to tell myself, I love watching like Discovery Channel. Like I'll watch it like all day, all night. (laughs) And I love when they take the camera and they slow down the processes 
it might happen in like five minutes, but then I love when the cameraman takes you back and they slow down the process of how like a flower is growing or a bird is, you know, transforming into something or something is, you know, how, how it's coming into something else. And I love to see how the slow process, because now you're seeing the grit, the grime. That's what right. trauma is. Yeah. It's like, it's like the camera's slowing down and you get in the grit and the, you get in the, the real form of what something is before it became that beautiful whatever. You know, and so that's that's why I feel like that is important, a part of the process and why it's still necessary. And then I know you put in um, rebirth. So like you said, you go through the trauma and you want people to feel. But in that rebirth, what do you expect and what are you showing in your book that will happen after that rebirth? Yes. So after the rebirth, it's it's now your it's it's like your inner knowing. It's like your inner knowing and your thinking pattern. So it's all about shifting the way that you're looking at life. So now you're looking at life to see how it balances with you. You are no longer that person anymore. Just like the butterfly. I'm no longer the caterpillar. I'm now the butterfly. I can no longer think back like a caterpillar. So all the pain and all the ache I felt busting out of the cocoon, that isn't me anymore. Yes, it's a, it was a part of my process, mm -hmm. but, it's, but it's not. It, but it's not the, it's not what you're looking at. It's not the projection. The projection is now the butterfly. So now as the butterfly, how am I thinking? How am I moving? How is this co collecting, I mean, connecting with me now as I am now? So as you're coming out of that, it's giving you, it's giving you the, I guess the pillars of change. So it's like now I'm no longer that person anymore. It's not right. like now I'm this person. So I can no longer reflect back on that anymore. It's releasing, you've let it go. It's no longer you. And I know sometimes when people say, well, I go through this, I need to get back to who I was. No, that that is no longer who you are. Right. You are now a new, you're in the newness. Like she said at the beginning mm -hmm. of our conversation and then we started the, the, the podcast, new. Right. We're not going back there. We're not pulling that back no more. We're not talking about it anymore. We're new. This is new. You're now this. Right. And so that that's what the rebirth is about. It's about where you are now and moving forward to the new life or your new world or whatever you want to call it. You know, your new journey, your new space. Um, you know, I call my new journey my utopia. Like this is my new Ooh. utopia. I no longer live in that world anymore. So it's no longer a part of me. It was, it's no longer who I am. It's no longer my journey. Yes, it, it, it carried me here and I let it go. You know what I mean? So right. I don't know if that's like the best way to explain it, but. It'll but make sense to people that it's supposed and right. if, they, if it does not make sense, and this is not a knock on anybody, but if it does not make sense to you what she said, that means you're still working to get to that rebirth. You're right. still working to get to that new. And once you get there, you're going to have that aha moment. But like, oh, yeah, I remember when she said that. So, yeah. you know, it was, it was times when I'm, and like I said, I'm always working on myself. But there was times they'll be like, yeah. oh, that's what that meant. Oh, yeah. okay. I see now. So definitely. Now yeah. with your poetry, what are your hopes that people are going to get from your, your work, from your reading, from your poetry? Yes. So for my poetry, you know, the main thing I always try to be as transparent as possible. Mm -hmm. You know, um, even in my personal life, I try to be transparent. Like I can only be 
me like right. and I try to be the most authentic me I can be so you're definitely going to get transparency I'm not going to I didn't hold back in the book and that was the one thing I didn't want to do I didn't want to be all like um <laughs> and I hate to make this sound but coochie 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 like it's all cute <laughs> no right. I'm going to be real like there were times when it was <laughs> it was hunting I felt it haunt like I was I was being hunted you know that that pain of bursting out of that darkness and that cocoon that was that was hard you know that was not yeah. easy so I just kept it as raw and as real as I could be because I want you to understand the healing is raw it is real it is <laughs> it is in your face and it is like shadow work is not for the weak and you know that's one thing I said in one of my posts like it's not for the weak you gonna face yourself and a lot of the healing you're going through is about self you gonna face yourself and really be like oh my god this is ugly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is, oh my God. This is why I was responding that way. Oh my God. Like you gonna sit back and be like, girl, oh yep. man, me, boy, like, dude, like you are really gonna get the realness and the rawness. And I'll say this, if you are willing, because not everyone wants to face the real trans, um, trans uh, formation of healing. You know, no, not everyone wants to go through that 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 real like detoxing like right i used to work with um you know drug addicts and so i have a perspective of that because i used to see them personally when they were recovering that is a nasty process and it's not easy that reflection that looking back mm. oh i mean i remember nights i was on the floor with my clients praying crying sobbing because that part is not easy so I understand even in healing from trauma is almost like a drug addict healing off of a substance. It's the same concept. You are like slobbing, snobbing, like this is, ooh, this hurt, <laughs> you know? And so it's the same, it's the same kind of um, releasing, you know? And so that that's why I said, if you're willing, because it has to be, you have to be willing to go through that because some people get to that place and say, all right, this is too much. <laughs> I don't want to face this. And they, they stop their own growth. They stop that process. And so they don't get to become that beautiful, complete full butterfly. They're still stuck in the caliper, caliper stage. And so, you know, that's why I said, if you're willing to go through it and really experience it, it's going to be the most amazing, beautiful thing. Well, all I can say is this has been an experience to remember. <laughs> I like this. I mean, this has been so searching, so cleansing, just everything. So I just thank, thank you. you so much for sharing you. yourself and being transparent. Because like I said, I feel like if you can't be transparent with yourself, how you going to heal so like transparency is big for me um accountability you know because i have to be accountable for my actions and what i do and i cannot yeah. sit here and say to the next person oh girl don't do that but then five seconds later i'm doing it or i didn't already you know i'm still yeah. doing it so that's yeah. the thing Absolutely. so i definitely definitely appreciate that so can you let the uh, um i'm saying do you have any questions I have just sat back and enjoyed this talk. I have, I wish that I could have really joined in. This has really been nurturing to even my soul. Thank one you. point, you are so welcome. And one point that you picked up on and you said, you know, about 
healing and also about you know going through the process and you have to allow yourself to hurt and you talked about time and I always tell people because there's a misconception that says you know that time heals all wounds time doesn't heal all wounds time gives no. you it, 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 right it, it, time only affords you the opportunity to breathe so that yes. you can heal through your wounds and yes I agree I tell people all the time, you know, you have to, grief is not something to be shunned. Grief is something that is therapeutic and that is healing. And the only way that you can come on the outside of anything is that you have to allow yourself to go through the experience and go through the grief of it and let things hard and it seems ill to do. But that is where you find yourself and that is where you find your purpose and that is where you find your healing and your growth and you're able yes. to go on and do like you said, share and open up and give someone else those nuggets of wisdom and you know, that's yeah. how the, the cycle of life continues and mm-hmm. so that is very therapeutic. It has been such a blessed interview tonight. I am sure it's touched so many people and I, I you know, mm-hmm. I just cannot wait to see all of the things that you have been doing but I want to give you the time right now to tell all of the listeners how they can purchase your book of poetry, anything that you would like to mention that you have going on, and how they can connect with you. Yes, yes, awesome. So if um, they would like to purchase um, a book, they can also purchase it. Um, they can purchase it at Amazon, but they can purchase it also directly from my website um, at www.one.net.com. TED.com. And if they purchase it from the website, I will personally sign the book. And also, um, yes, keep, um, they can follow me on Instagram at Ancient Roots. And um, yes, I have some things I am working on. So um, they can um, follow my journey. Um, I'm going to be actually releasing. I think it's going to be probably towards the end of this month or March. I'm going to be um, releasing my new coaching um, uh, opportunity and they can work directly with me. So I'll be releasing that information shortly. Um, And yeah, so they can follow my journey there on Instagram, purchase my book on the website and just follow the journey there. And they'll see all of the things that I'm working on and um, in my agency and be able to also um, book me for sessions as well on the website. Awesome, amazing for you Yes. Please make sure that you follow Ancient on Instagram. Also, her website was onerooted.com. You know, I'm always an advocate of going to the office first because all the proceeds go directly to their pocket. <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and I'm always about that first. So, but Crystal, please tell the listeners how they can connect with you. All right, so I have changed my name, new. Um, so you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse as Books and Soul with the number one behind it. And but most of the time I'm on Instagram, but that's where you can find me at. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, I am Unchained, and you know, you can always find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Clubhouse, and on TikTok at Author Unchained. 
I am right there. Um, always, mostly on Instagram and TikTok these days. So I, I like to have fun. So you guys can hit me up there. I interact with you guys all the time. Also, please make sure that you follow the host site at Untamed Publishing on Facebook and at Untamed Publishing LLC on Instagram and Untamed Club on Twitter. And definitely be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter at GCU underscore podcast and also on Instagram at Get Caught Up Podcast and also the website. Or the podcast is anchor.fm forward slash get caught up. That is where you can make sponsorship donations. If you would like to become an official sponsor, you can choose the package you would like there. Also, we accept donations via Cash App at dollar sign UT. That's dollar sign Usual Umbrella. Please call 2016. And if you would like to be an author on an author interview with us, or if you would like to have a commercial slot, Visit www.untamedcover2.net. Use the contact us for the author interview submission. Well, Ancient, again, it has been such a pleasure listening to your story, listening yes. to your journey, and hearing about your work and hearing about the poetry. Yes, it has thank been, you. you are welcome. It's been thank so you for having me, ladies. I appreciate it. I appreciate You're you all. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for coming on. Listeners, as always, thank you for tuning in week after week with us. Please be sure to tune in on February the 16th as we welcome author A.E. Valdez for the author interview. And then come back for the end of the month for our February book of the month, which will be Temper Me. Be sure to read along too. Um, Temper Me by Alexandria House and she will be our special guest so that will air on February the 23rd at 9pm so check us out for our remaining shows and until next time you guys don't forget to get caught up good night good night